0: Featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. It's the holidays. If you're single, you're really feeling it. Maybe you're totally sick of the dating apps, you're frustrated. If you've had breakup after breakup or you're in a relationship that just isn't serving you, maybe you've gone through divorce. Wherever you're at, if you're not in that healthy, securely attached relationship, you're probably feeling frustrated. you might be feeling alone. And I get it. Maybe you are thirty, or maybe you're even in your 40s or your 50s, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, by now, I thought I would have a partner. I thought I would be in a healthy, great relationship, and I cannot believe I'm not there yet. And maybe that realization is causing you a ton of pain and you're thinking to yourself, I have to figure this out. And maybe there's days where you avoid it or you pretend like you don't care or you're just gonna travel and hang out with your friends and then it'll be fine. But then there's moments where deep down you know you want to solve this part of your life, you really want a partnership. You want somebody to grow with. You want somebody who you love, who you can trust, who you can laugh with. You want that person that you can go on trips with and also just enjoy going to the grocery store. You want that supportive, securely attached partnership. And I hear you. I get it because that's where I was before i have done the work that i've done where i've developed the esl method focusing on applying attachment theory to your dating life and taking you through a transformational process where you can become the empowered securely attached version of you so that dating is fun You have everything you need to build a great relationship and at your core, you can build a great relationship with yourself. If you would like to take that step and you don't want to go into 2022 repeating the same dating patterns that you've had all throughout your life, you are ready to commit. You want to make the change. I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program. The link to apply is in my Instagram bio. It's also here in the show notes. This is the best time to join the program. January 1st, the price is going up. As with all things, we've been doing this now for two years, and with increased expense, we have increased costs. So... I do not want you to miss out on your opportunity to save big on the program, especially for those of you who have been on the fence. Maybe you've listened to the podcast for months, or maybe you just have been years waiting for the right moment to finally work on yourself and work on your your relationships. This is the time. <laughs> Join us now inside of the ESL program to get started. All you have to do is apply to the program. Once again, that link is in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan coaching on Instagram. It'll also be in the show notes. And I'm so excited for you to get off the dating roller coaster and step into that securely attached version of you who effortlessly brings in the relationships that she deserves. Hello, it's your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm so excited. We're going to get this episode going. And one thing I was just thinking about randomly, sometimes y'all I have these random thoughts and then I think to myself, ooh, I want to tell the audience this and then I'll forget. And then I'll remember and then I'll forget. But today... I remembered right before I started recording. So just this random observation that I had, and I'm curious about what you all think. So I'm sure many of you have watched The Bachelorette, The Bachelor, you watch the the shows, and I've talked a little bit about how, gosh, it's very challenging dating conditions. The contestants have so much they have to go through. It's not ideal for building secure attachment. No wonder a lot of the relationships fail, right? There's a lot with just the environment and the dating process that makes it incredibly challenging. So I have a ton of compassion for anyone who's been on The Bachelor. I think it takes a lot of guts and and bravery. So one thing, though, I thought this was really interesting Katie and Blake, one of the recent couples, I knew that they would break up. I'm sure so many of you have thought that, or you've said that, or you've heard someone else say that, but I want to tell you why. How did I know it was going to happen before it happened? Okay. Well, I saw their interactions together. And I saw how, you know, and I don't want to say that long distance is always a sign of emotional unavailability, but it definitely can be a factor. So if there's other things that point to emotionally unavailable and long distance, I'm going to say, yeah, the long distance is probably a factor, not everything. Because there are people who are long distance and they are emotionally available. However, I watched, and this is one of those times I went down an Instagram, just a black hole kind of, and I was just on the, on the scroll spiral and I watched a video that Katie had put up and it was of Blake doing her makeup. So Katie had this video up and Blake is doing her makeup. And you know what I noticed? There was a lot of put downs from Blake. It was meant to be humor, but there was a lot of making fun of Katie. And I could simply tell in his body language, in the way that he spoke to her, in the way that they interacted, that Blake was actually pretty emotionally unavailable. And... Some of you may say that's not the whole story. Da da da. I just want you to know that when you start to learn about what it means to be emotionally available and you have felt it and you can you actually know what it's like, it's pretty easy to spot. And it's it's also one of those things of hey, I've devoted my career to this. I've spent so many time with couples, with all kinds of people and helping them in this area of their life. So I am pretty good at just feeling it out and having that, that intuition. And even in couples therapy, there's couples who come to me and I know that they're going to, they're going to figure it out. And there's couples who come and I know that couples therapy is going to be a way that they eventually separate. And One of the things is noticing does the partner put the other person down or do they have emotional space? Can they, can they, sure, can they make a joke, but can they also praise their partner? Can they give compliments? Can they say how amazing their partner is? When someone is not able to really express how wonderful you are, how much they appreciate you. If they can't do that, then those little subtle like put downs or jokes or little jabs, those really, really stand out. And they really speak to what I would call and what many people who understand attachment theory would refer to as distancing strategies, right? There was a lot of distancing strategies that that Blake had in that interaction with Katie. Anyways, just a little observation I have. I think we can all learn from Katie. Of course, she's incredibly resilient. Of course, she's going to get back out there. I saw she had put on her IG um, a picture of her and it said, begin again, right? Like that Taylor Swift song. Oh, we don't even have time to talk about Taylor Swift's love life. If we want to do an episode on that, just let me know. Just shoot me a DM and say, hey, Morgan, do, do an episode on Taylor Swift's love life, and let's unpack it. There's so much there. And obviously, I will 100% say, I don't know these people personally. All I know is what I see on the gram. So, or what I read in a paper, excuse me, there are no more papers, what I read in online articles. Oh, I'm aging myself, acknowledging that, you know, there was a day y'all when we used to read the newspaper, I know it's not anymore. Um, but, but anyways, that is all I know, what the media says, what I see. I don't know these people fully. So I think it is important though, the, the people who are celebrities or who influence us, we can actually learn from them. And when people are willing to be vulnerable and they share with us about their relationships, we can choose to learn and grow from it and have compassion, or we can choose to pick it apart and be critical or not learn or grow. So I think you can decide, do you want to take lessons from people or do you want to just do what they do and repeat it unconsciously? You get to decide how how you take in media and how much of it you do. But just a random random thought that I thought, who I want to share that with the audience. And if you want me to do more commentary on these relationships, I guess I'd have to start actually watching more of The Bachelorette, The Bachelor. I know Michelle's season's happening. I haven't watched any of it, um, but I'm sure it's good. But you know, like I said, it can be a learning tool if we let it right? It doesn't have to be just mindless entertainment. We can actually all learn from these people's vulnerability and their dating journeys. Okay, real quick. That was my tangent. That was so long. So I'm going to get into the episode and this will actually be pretty quick, but this is a powerful, powerful thing I want you to take with you. And this is self-compassion and action. I like to call this aligned self-compassion. So the last episode I did was a mindfulness self-compassion meditation. And I know so many of you get a ton of value out of meditation. So I wanted to put that out there. And it's so important to practice self-compassion. I cannot express to you how life-changing it's been for me personally. Over the last five years or so that I've developed a self-compassion practice, what needs to come with a self-compassion practice is an awareness of how action and specifically aligned supportive action is also necessary for healing and change. So what do I mean by this? You want to be able to feel the emotions, to acknowledge them, to send yourself love, to send yourself compassion, to do that inner child work where you are speaking to yourself as if you would speak to that younger version of you and what she needed or he needed to be supported. And once you've moved through that, once you've practiced that self compassion and you've sent yourself that love, You want to be able to take aligned action. So I have kind of a flow chart for this of what this would look like. Let's just go through it together. There are four steps. I like to keep things simple. You know that about me. When things are simple, we follow through and I want you all to follow through and actually apply what I teach. So I keep it simple Step one, awareness. We have to have awareness of how we're feeling. We have to have awareness of our, our struggling, our pain, our stress, our anxiety, whatever negative beliefs we have. Awareness is the critical first step. And that's why so many people come to me. They come to therapies, other, other psychologists, healers, mentors. It's because awareness is hard. You know, I always tell people you can't see the back of your neck. There's a lot of things that you just simply can't see. You need help in order to become aware. That's partly why so many women join the ESL program is they know that they need support and they need the structure to be able to become fully aware of their past patterns and fully aware of what they need to do to change So anyways, step one, you need awareness. Step two, in the moment, okay, let's just talk about in the moment, you have that awareness, you know what you're feeling, you're connected to your internal experience, right? The next thing that you need is to send yourself so much compassion and love. And the episode before this, I walked you through that meditation that is a great example of one way that you can do that. Send yourself compassion, support, speak to yourself, how you would speak to the younger version of you. And then here's the next step. This is where a lot of people, they a lot of people just stop at that compassion piece and then they don't do these next two steps. These are very key. The next step, step number three is how you want to ask yourself, how can I feel most supported? Another way of saying this is what do I need right now? What would be most helpful to me in this moment? Get curious about what it looks like to take aligned action that would support yourself. Okay. The fourth step is take action, go act, go do something, honor what it is that you realized that you need. I'm going to repeat these steps. And then I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about why action is so important. So if you have a pen and paper, write it down. The four steps are number one, awareness. We need that awareness to know what's going on inside. Number two, Send yourself compassion, self-criticism, beating yourself up doesn't work. All it does is keep you stuck for longer. Self-criticism maintains suffering, self-compassion sets you free. All right. And then step three, I want you to ask yourself, get curious, how can I feel supported? What do I need right now? What would it look like for me to take aligned Action. And then step number four, act. Do something. Take a tiny step forward. Make sure that it aligns with what it is that you identified that you need. So, why is this so important? Because essentially, we can have all the awareness, we can send ourselves compassion. And that can help us to some extent. And when we take aligned action, supportive action, it is telling our brains that we are worthy of honoring our needs. It's building up our self-trust. I talk a lot about self-trust. When you realize there's something you need and then you go act on it, you start to trust yourself more because you go, oh, there was something I needed and I was able to take action on it. So the action piece is huge because it helps you step into new identity. It helps you say, oh, okay, brain, take in this info, I am worthy of taking care of myself. I am worthy of supporting myself. I am worthy of taking action in the way that feels good. So all of you who are working on that inner child work, on rewiring your brain, on creating a self-compassionate inner voice instead of a self-critical one, I want you to also think about what does it look like to take self-compassionate, aligned action once you've identified what you need. Okay. Take those four steps, apply them to your life. This really works with just about anything, whether it's a tough day at work, whether it's feeling really tired, whether it's struggling with a loved one who is, is struggling with their mental health potentially, Uh, Maybe it's a promise that you made to yourself that you would finally prioritize your health and that's not happening. Whatever it is that's going on in your life, you can apply that four-step process, awareness, self-compassion, get curious about how you can best support yourself, and then go take a small action, something that moves you forward just a little bit. All right, y'all. I hope this episode was helpful. This was an interesting episode, part reflect on Katie and Blake, and part aligned action, aligned self-compassion. All right, I appreciate each one of you. I hope you know that I am incredibly grateful for you as the audience, you make doing this show worthwhile. The DMs you send me, the reviews that you write. There are so many of you that I know that this show does help. So please keep those reviews coming. That's the best way you can help me leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate that. And I hope you're really enjoying this holiday season. I hope you're taking time to slow down, take care of yourself, and be with your family. All right, as always, you know, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.